Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today I wanted to talk about what happened to the gay community or gay culture. So I'll use those two words interchangeably. And first and foremost, I want to preface this video by saying that none of this is an absolute statement of fact. This is all just my humble opinion based on my experiences, the things I've seen, but in a larger part, it's based on the stories and things that have been told to me by friends, clients, fans, etc. And what inspired me to make this video is a lot of these things are things that I've been told by gentlemen over the years. And, you know, I remember the first time I heard it, but then I started hearing it more and more and more and more and more. And every single t time I get told this, by a gentleman, they tend to think they're the only person that feels this way and they feel like the community or culture is, you know, headed in the opposite direction and that they're the only one who is against that. So, you know, I always ask for comments and, you know, thoughts on videos, but on this video, I really, really want to stress that because I want to know what you guys have to think and say and, you know, what your experiences have been. So, the whole idea is, I guess I'll start back at the beginning. And, you know, a lot of these come stories come from men who are, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old. But, generally, they say, you know, that in the beginning it was just, hey... You know, what they wanted to communicate to the rest of the world was, hey, we're just like you. We're no different than everyone else. You know, the whole idea was we just like to have sex with men. And that should matter about as much as whether or not you like strawberry ice cream or you like pistachio ice cream. But we're the same. And then, unfortunately, over time, the community kind of evolved to, you know, all of a sudden you got pride introduced and then, you know, the culture started changing and, you know, and also I want to clarify, none of these, I'm, I'm not making any categorical statements. I'm not saying everyone is a certain way. It's just, you know, my experiences and these other people's experiences, this is what they've personally seen. So you could live in a different part of the country or a different part of the world where the narrative is totally different. If so, I'd love to hear about it. But, you know, you had pride that started getting introduced. And then you had a lot of people start developing this attitude of like, oh, my God, I'm gay and I'm fabulous and, you know, I'm spectacular. And, you know, it's almost evolved into a I'm so much better than you. And one of the classes I took was psychology of sexual orientation. And a lot of the gay people in that class had that attitude. It was a self-righteous holier than thou and they actually thought they were better than the straight students in the class and this wasn't just a you know isolated once or twice kind of thing i would witness this on a regular basis so i will refer to my notes in this video i know i don't normally edit or you know look at other things but this is quite a long list and i wanted to make sure to include everything so one of the issues that a lot of gay men have complained about to me is that gay culture isn't focused on 
partners and relationships and friendships that it's all about, you know, exploring all your sexual desires and it's based purely around hick um hookups and you know objectifying each other and as much as I would like to disagree with that, I actually agree with that. And this is just based on my experiences. But I mean the number of successful gay relationships that I've personally known and witnessed wouldn't even fill up both my hands if I was counting on each finger. I mean it's it's that low. However, if I compare and contrast that with the number of successful straight relationships, I mean, it's depressing doesn't even begin to describe it. That would be a massive understatement. And, you know, I feel like you can see this a lot on social media, or not social media, but dating apps like Grindr, Scruff. I mean, maybe there's some I'm not aware of, but... You know, it's like men are reduced to their penis and their ass, and that's pretty much it. It's, I don't want to know your name, and the very rare times I've seen someone on there, you know, or I've had someone tell me they were on there looking for a relationship or just looking for a friendship or anything else, it's pretty much like they get laughed off the app or they'll get no responses at all. And one thing that's always bothered me my entire life is I've had horrifically bad luck being friends with gay men. Like, horrifically bad. And my best friend happens to be gay, but the only reason that has actually worked is because, to him, I'm nauseating. Like, he's into, like completely smooth-shaven, like, 18 to 24-year-old twinks. You put even 10 pounds of muscle on them, and he's instantly turned off. So, needless to say, I'm the polar opposite of that. And it's really sad. Like, it actually breaks my heart because there were a lot of gay friendships I thought I had. And basically, like, it would be going along great, and then, you know, it would finally, like, resonate with the person like hey I don't want to actually have sex with you I just you know like you I like hanging out with you I like being around with you they lost interest instantly I mean if I had to nickel for every single time I personally experienced that (laughs) I probably wouldn't be working right now and it's just like when did the culture and community stop valuing things like a close committed relationship or even just a you know, partnership and you guys have an open relationship or just a genuine friendship. It it instead seems to be focused on all these external things like whether or not you have a Louis Vuitton handbag. And, you know, uh, an example is I remember this gentleman messaged me on uh, Twitter the other day and I read his bio and it was, oh, my goal is to be something, something Adonis and the perfect circuit party gay. And I remember reading that, and I'm like, you know, if that makes you happy, by all means. But I can tell you that life does not lead to a road of happiness. That leads to feelings of emptiness. And, you know, that's just my humble opinion. But um, another complaint is, uh, you know, or actually going back to my previous point, um, I was asking a friend of mine what he thought about this and he's like yeah you know whatever happened to Netflix and chill and not Netflix and chill is code for hook up but 
you know, it's just whatever happened to like, hey, can we just, you know, relax and cuddle on the couch and this and that? Like, it just feels like a lot of that, like, wholesomeness was lost. And hopefully some of you experienced otherwise, but it just seems to be focused on going out to this party and being seen here and let's hook up and, you know, have sex and see how many guys we can sleep with in a week. And it just, I don't know. I mean, that, that lifestyle doesn't appeal to me personally. And I know a lot of gay men that it doesn't appeal to also, but it, it almost seems like that's becoming the norm. And I hope I'm wrong, which ties into the second thing. And it's almost like drugs have become mainstream. And I've lost count of how many times I will be on Grinder, and I'll see capital T's like left and right. I mean, it's not some super rare thing. I mean, it's like, oh, hey, do you party? 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 I mean, it's almost like being gay and meth. I mean, I'm exaggerating on this one, but it's almost like they've become synonymous. It, it, it's like, Oh, you mean you want to make love? Oh, that's gross. I don't do that. Like, I want to get fucked up and, you know, have a gangbang. Or do you see where I'm going with this? Like, it's, I mean, I've done other videos on fetish and kink sex versus demisexuals and vanilla. But it almost seems like, hey, vanilla sex, missionary is boring. We don't do that, you know. We're gay and we're fabulous. So we have to go, you know, and be extra, like... If it's not broken, don't fix it. There's nothing wrong with being normal. There's nothing wrong with liking vanilla sex. There's nothing wrong with liking the missionary position. You know, just uh, things like that. Um, another example is, you know, just how superficial things have become. I mean, the number of gay guys I see on Instagram or Twitter, you know, and they've got their... Gucci or whatever brand sunglasses and you know they've got a picture of all their Mac makeup in the background and you know their Louis Vuitton face mask and you know this and that and it's just like they just ooze fakeness it's like they can't just be a real person it's like oh yeah so like I drive a Maserati and it's just like they are just projecting I mean it's almost like vomit at least that's the way it comes across to me. And it's like, dude, I don't care what brands you own. I don't care what car you drive. I don't care what fabulous job you have. Like, I care about you. I care about the person you are. I care about your moral code. I care about, you know, those are the things that matter to me. And again, this is not something I've heard once or twice. I mean, I've heard this so many times I've lost count, but like gay men are just like, what's happening to our culture where it's just moving in the opposite direction? You know, they just want to dress like a normal person. I'm not saying you have to dress uber masculine or uber feminine or anywhere, but the point is like, just be yourself. Don't draw your, uh, you know, self-confidence or self-image from what brands you're wearing or from what you own. And I see that, I mean, left and right. When I go to Pride every year, obviously minus this year, but, I mean, it's everywhere there. It's not like the little tiny groups here and there. I mean, it's it's everywhere. And, oh, let's see. Um, you know, 
probably my biggest complaint with the gay community as a whole is how people are mm, I don't want to put this valued or, you know, I guess, you know, you could talk about people where they are at on a scale of one to 10, but as far as like what's valued in a relationship. So I just want to make it clear. I'm not saying, oh my God, straight people are so much better than gay people. That's not what I'm saying. Never would say that. I believe all people are equal and no one's better than anyone else. So with that being said, You know, if you ask, uh, like, I'm studying adulthood and aging right now. And, you know, one of the things we're studying is, you know, what matters to someone in a relationship or a potential partner. And, again, this is based on the people I've talked to, but it seems to me like the general consensus in the gay community or gay culture is what matters. Dick size, body, money. Those are the three things that matter. And it seems like everything else falls by the wayside if you have one of those three things or two out of the three. And however, if you look at the straight community or the older gay community, that really didn't matter as much. So in a um, heterosexual relationship, the number one thing women look for in a partner is stability. So it actually matters more to a woman that you just have a job rather than someone that has a ton of money and, you know, they don't know when they're going to be getting more or whatever. The point is stability is the thing that they matter, you know, that matters the most. And I've asked a lot of women this question and they seem to respond with things like, you know, stability, honesty, uh, willingness to communicate, you know, being in touch with your emotions, being dependable, you know, having good morals, uh, you know, being a good dad or, um, things like this. And I remember back to a study, I think it was done by Harvard or Stanford. This was like 10 years ago. And they asked the average woman, you know, they showed her two pictures. In which picture would you rather you have your, you know, which body would you rather your future partner have? And one was of a super ripped guy with the six pack. And the other one was a picture of a dad bod. And surprisingly or not surprisingly, it was something like 90% of women actually picked the dad bod. And maybe it's because the women are able to, you know, if they have this body, they're able to infer lots of things about the personality based off of that. That's just my humble opinion. You know, or it could be maybe, you know, they would feel less insecure about their own body. Not sure the reason, but if you were to ask gay men that I'm willing to bet the vast majority would have picked the rib dude with the six pack abs. And really it just, So the point I'm trying to make is you've got all these things that women value in a partner and then you have all these things that gay men value and it's completely different. And the one thing that absolutely breaks, like if I had to pick one thing 
that breaks my heart about the gay community or gay culture above anything else, it would be this next thing. And what it is, it ties into this, you know, whole thing is dick size. I mean, we're all familiar with the term size queen, but I have personally known at least probably a hundred different guys you know, whether they be friends, clients, fans, etc., where I know them pretty well. And this person would be an absolutely phenomenal fit with this person. Like, they have the same interests, they have the same values, you know, they're at the same stage in their life. Like, literally, they would be perfectly compatible. I mean, absolutely perfect. The only thing they don't match up on is this one wants his partner to have a really big dick, and this dude has an average dick or a smaller dick. And that is enough to completely, like, destroy all of the potential right there. And I believe you would actually be, like, if you told your average woman, like, hey, by the way, I've got this guy. He is, you know... A phenomenal guy. You guys have the same interests, the same values, same political beliefs. Like, he's really dependable. He's reliable. You know, he's consistent. He's honest. You know, he's your dream guy in every single regard. He just has an average-sized dick or slightly below average or whatever it is. Nine out of ten of those women would not care whatsoever. They would be more than happy. And it's because they value everything else more than that and if you think about that it's like wow that's actually really depressing so what you're saying is that someone's penis size matters more than everything else that truly matters in a relationship I mean when you guys are both you know 50 60 70 80 90 plus whatever age you know your sex drive goes to shit well the dick's not even going to be an issue anymore and all you're going to have is everything else or you know let's just be honest as relationships go on not always but generally speaking the sex continues you know to dwindle and i just i don't know i i would love to hear you guys thoughts on this but literally having a potential partner all come down to dick size my humble opinion i think it's depressing as fuck I think, I mean, personally, when I'm looking for a video partner or, you know, a partner or whatever it is, I can honestly tell you that someone's dick size or ass size literally makes zero difference. I don't care if it's one inch, one inch or 10 inches or anywhere in between. It literally makes no difference. None. Zero. Zilch. Um, so, I mean... Another thing is the whole idea of acceptance and tolerance. I personally believe that one has been skewed so far off, it's not even funny. But, and I've got two examples of that. Um, so, I have a friend, and, you know, this is not he's not like some inbred racist white neck KKK hillbilly. He's a completely normal guy. He's not racist. He's not, 
you know, anything bad. He's a good guy. He just happens to hold conservative political beliefs. That's it. I have friends that are on the right, and I have friends that are on the left. And, you know, most of the time, they can come to a middle ground. But something he said to me that broke my heart is this guy, I mean, you wouldn't guess he was gay by talking to him. However, he works in a profession where it's mostly gay men and women who work it with him. But he told me, he was like, you know, I don't actually care if anyone finds out I'm gay. But I'm scared to death of anyone finding out that I'm conservative. Because if they did, he would lose his job, he'd lose his family, he'd lose his friends. Now, does that sound like acceptance and tolerance to you? I mean, honestly, ask yourself that. Because me personally, in the world I live in, acceptance and tolerance goes both ways. And I've never heard this guy say anything that was intolerant of anyone ever. I mean, this guy loves everyone. Second thing is, um, there's someone who's very close to me who is a trans woman. And when she went to Pride last year, you know, she got quite a few you know, dirty looks, nasty comments, and a lot of gays have a problem with trans. So, you know, that was her experience in Pride. Then, this year, she went to Sturgis with me, which you think Sturgis, again, not everyone, but a lot of people there are pretty conservative, and there's a good amount of redneck hillbillies there. She didn't experience one dirty look, not one nasty comment, Nothing. Everyone treated her with dignity and respect. So, really look at that and be like, mm, this isn't exactly fitting the whole mainstream narrative of like, oh my god, you know, we're the, you know, side of acceptance and tolerance and love. So, just think about that. Um... The next thing is, let's see what I have written down here. Um, you know, it's just, you know, not everything needs to be drama or a fashion show or, you know, a contest or just, it, it's, I guess what I'm trying to say, and the gentlemen that I've spoken with are trying to say is, when did it stop being okay to just be yourself? Like, why did the entire culture or community need to become so extra and so fabulous and so spectacular and, you know, add all these things? Like, why, when did it stop being okay to just be a normal person? And, hey, I, I mean, me personally, I would fall into this category, but... I mean, I'm the last person in the world. I don't need fun and excitement and clubs and parties and all this. Like, me personally, I like staying at home. I like cuddling. Like, I'm actually a big teddy bear. You know, I like going for for walks in the park or walks on the beach and falling asleep on the beach and and watching movies and, you know, starting a TV series together and, you know, going out to eat and just a simple boring life and I'm not saying that 
you need to be the same way as me because obviously we're all individuals and that's great and that's what makes us all amazing and unique but when did the culture or the community as a whole start moving the opposite direction um these are just some of the highlights i mean there's some other things here and there that have been brought up to me but um i'm really curious to know what you guys have to say about this what your experiences have been and it could just be you know that my sample size is totally off and you guys have experienced something else and if i'm wrong i would love to know it um if you guys did like this video please like comment share it subscribe you know i'd love to re reach a uh, a larger audience um again i hope you're able to take something away from this video whether you agree with me or disagree with me both are perfectly okay. I love you all.